It's a Saturday after Monday, Thursday. The Saturday after Good Friday. That Friday, so long ago, that my Savior suffered and died on a cross so that we who believe and trust may have life. This day, Saturday, is the sort of black day, the day of tension before the tremendous display of death-defying power that Almighty God displays in raising Jesus from the grave to life. I'm just living for a short time, just for today, in that tension. Hi, my name is Charlie Gross. Welcome to my Creativity podcast series. Today's reflection has to do with an engaging conversation in Ligonier, PA, at the Antiochian Village. The Synod of the Trinity hosted Presbyterian leadership for a 24-hour overnight event with the brilliant thought leader, the Reverend Dr. Alan Roxburgh, from the Roxburgh Missional Network. I thought the dialogue was both inspiring and challenging. Let me tell you about it. Oh, before I forget, I lined up this leading Christian thinker for a podcast called Missional Church Conversations, Making It Real. He will be interviewed by the Reverend Dr. Michael Wilson on April 26, 2010, and will be uploaded to iTunes later that day. Just search iTunes for Missional Church Conversations, and voila, you'll find a great new set of conversations. Anyway, Alan named the issues right from the start. There is no map for where we're headed. There are no technical steps to get there. So as leaders, let's face that fact, stop wringing our hands, wishing that the road was marked, that the path was lighted, and that we had the white horse to ride. It's pretty obvious that the old way of doing church just does not work. So let's get over it and move on. Right from the beginning, Alan started using the language of experimentation. He started softening us up to creating learning collaborations, laboratories of conversations, and thought leaders. Envisioning and imagining a preferred future, and then asking how that possibility could inform our present activities. Let me say that again. Envisioning and imagining a preferred future and then asking how that possibility could inform our present activities. Challenging ideas, but oh so necessary. Particularly if there is no it, no bullseye, no program or silver bullet. Dr. Roxborough suggested some intriguing ways of leading. First, start framing an argument for what's going on. Create some dialogue around the issues that are confronting us as leaders. And in this framing act, know that the issues that are being named are not the real work, but are the substance in which we as leaders work on our leadership skills and abilities. So the takeaway is the deliberate, intentional conversations with others in this work. Cobble together some others who can help push your thinking into new areas of possibility. You may even go back to some good old-fashioned brainstorming around ways of naming, framing, thinking, and seeing cultural shifts and issues that are all around us. As an aside, think about this. When this podcast is over, who could you call to suggest a think tank of your own? This is not trivial work. It is your work.
Well, some other aspects of this challenge are these nuggets. Your imagination is way too small. We serve a huge, gigantic, sovereign, life-giving God, so why do we cower and cringe and look down? God is busy breaking apart boxes, breaking down walls and boundaries, and doing smash-ups for His glory. To get on this bus, we should also join in the box-breaking, boundary-crossing, unlimited thinking arena. In fact, as we seek to go for it, we should be asking what is good about the dwindling resources and social and political chaos. By changing our attitudes, values, and habits, we affect the very outcomes. We are the it, the answer, the shapers of the future. So by changing ourselves, we are changing a whole lot more. Allen suggests that we embrace the confusion and the crumbling walls as gifts. Gifts, he says. So my question, friends, is what are we waiting for? What is it that if it were impossible to fail, we would do? What limits do we place on ourselves by assumptions, attitudes, values, and habits? So how do we start some serious work on these? This is very, very hard work. Can we ask for help to get at our own deeply held attitudes, values, and habits? By breaking these apart, we can make some little changes that will act as the rudder of a large ship and start to turn us in wonderful ways toward ports that are exotic. I believe that this is precisely what Alan means in his proposal of starting learning communities, conducting experiments, and growing our imaginations. Well, finally, one of the key pieces that I heard in this conversation is to stop being so passive and take the initiative to lead. Do this by an active listening to the culture and by an active imagination in a hope-filled future. Digging a little deeper here, Alan suggests moving back into the neighborhood, building relationships and building community, caring for others by noticing the gaps and working to fill those gaps. This is real. Real listening, real community, real relationships, and real leadership. Well, friends, that's what I heard. Real meat for real leaders. I can't wait to start putting some conversations together, naming the issues, wrestling with ideas and experiments, and creating some action teams to make a powerful, positive difference in the world. That, my friends, gets my juices flowing. Well, that's enough for me today. I hope you have a takeaway that is useful for your work. For more of these podcasts, visit me at charliegross.com. That's C-H-A-R-L-I-E-G-R-O-S-S.com or charliescreativity.com. Hey, bye for now.